I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Keeping it running, as a matter of fact. A little car talk here with our friend Dan Burns from... Lloyd's Automotive. Dan, John Hines in for Denny Long. How are you this morning? I'm great, John. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. I, I, I know we've talked about this in the past, but uh, you and I have a bit of history together. The same grade school, years apart, but um, in, in parts of the same neighborhood, as a matter of fact. So, uh, hey, a, a very chilly morning this morning. Let's talk about a couple of things right up front. First of all, for people who want to find out more, I, I love to get this up front, and we'll do it again uh, along the way here. But, but Lloyd's Automotive, how are people getting in touch these days? Well, any way you can. Come on over. Uh, <laughs> give us a call. <laughs> more is better. Uh, you know, p- probably the handiest thing nowadays is our website, which is at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. And on the website, you can find, you know, photos and services and all that times and and phone numbers and all that sort of stuff. So that's a great place to start. Uh, You're sure welcome to give us a call as soon as this morning at 651-228-1316. Or come on over and take a look around and see what you think. We are at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul, which is right between Lexington and Victoria. All right, and, and Dan will be with us this morning until we get up to uh, our good friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Let's talk about this, though. First of all, uh, uh, people want to text or call into the show this morning. They can do that at 651-461-9226, which is WCCO, uh, 651-461-9226 to talk or text that way. i got to ask you this, Dan, thinking about this. A chilly morning. We've had some bitter cold mornings here of late. Did you ever do this when you were growing up? I mean, I know obviously you wouldn't do it now, but did did you ever do that garbage can cover full of uh, charcoal and slide it under your car to warm it up when uh, it was a little bit cold? Tell me you didn't do that. Yeah, I never did that. And and in fact, I never burned up a car doing that either. You know, (laughs) the trouble with putting uh, flaming coals under your car is... If you have any oil leaks or anything, they're all yeah. going to start on fire. And besides, you have all, nowadays especially, you have all sorts of plastic and rubber hoses and lines running underneath the car. And you definitely don't want to do, get that. And then, even worse, most cars now on the undercarriage have all sorts of plastic and felt covers for noise dampening. And 
of course, that's all going to start on fire. So don't yeah, no do that. Good. That's, yeah, that's a terrible idea. No good can come from that. Um, another good way to say it. Hey, here's a text that came in early, Dan, before you had a chance to even join us here. Just wondering if you know of a good way to remove the dealership stickers uh, that are put on the back of vehicles before they've per- purchased them. Uh, you know, my, my brother, who is uh, uh, in the automotive business for years selling uh, cars, uh, said, you know, just ask your dealer ahead of time. They, you know, if they would mind leaving that off, and most often they should be okay with that. But how do you get something like that off if it's already there? Well, you know, getting getting the um, uh, sticker off itself is easy. It, you know, you just got to get behind it and peel it off. It's a it's a plastic sticker or, or vinyl sticker that will come off. The trick is getting the glue off. And yeah. The glue is just like anything else in life that you would be dealing with. Use some sort of solvent or, or goo type cleaner, and uh, it'll click. Well, I wouldn't say quickly. <laughs> it will uh, eventually take it all off and will not hurt the paint. And I was having a conversation with somebody the, the other day about you know they they had had some uh, graffiti done to their car and and had it spray painted. And the good news is. The paint from the graffiti comes right off with many types of solvents, and it will not damage the paint or clear coat at all. So, you know, if you if you see that, it's not such a disaster. It's actually okay. pretty easy to clean up. That would be my my concern is wrecking the finish below that. But if you if we if we're good to go, we're good. Hey, here's a text too that came at nine or six five one four six one. Make sure I'm doing this number correctly. Nine two two six. Um, somebody wants to know the rubber seals around my car doors are old and ripped is oftentimes some of those things uh, uh, do that. Uh, uh, can I replace these myself? That's the question from one of our listeners, Dan. Well, if you're a little bit handy, you sure can. There's there's nothing special about them. They, you know, the rubber seals, if you start taking them off, you'll see that they actually come off pretty easily. There's uh, perhaps some clips that um, we'll be holding them and see that they actually come off pretty easily. There's uh, perhaps some clips that um, we'll be holding them in, but mostly they just uh, are, are pinched around a, a metal pinch weld, and oftentimes they're just form-fitted, so they peel right off. And then to replace them, it's the same thing. You just get started and go around the edge, and like I say, there might be a couple of clips that need to be plugged in in the right spot, but but pretty much it just uh, is form fit and stays in place by itself. Okie doke, good. Chatting with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, uh, and again, if you go to lloydsautomotive.net, that's the best way to uh, to get in touch. Steve's on the line from Hutchinson with a question for you this morning, Dan. Hey, Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well. Nice to hear your voice, John. Oh, thank you. That's nice of you to say that. Uh, I've got a question. I've got a 2004 Mountaineer, and starting the summer, when I go to start the vehicle, the ignition wouldn't unlock at first. I'd have to take the key out, put it back in, do that a time or two, and it would turn over. Now, in the winter, it's doing it a lot more. I'm wondering if Dan has any thoughts on what might be going on there. Well, actually, you're lucky because on that particular vehicle, that key and tumbler assembly is quite simple to replace. Uh, you put it in the right position as long as it's still working. 
you put it in the right position, find the right button to push, and the whole assemb- or the assembly pulls right out, and it's pretty easy. And I think what's going on is just that you have uh, your key and the um, ignition switch that it, that it pushes into are not working correctly together anymore. And usually it's because uh, one, one or more of the tumblers inside that assembly have gotten stuck or corroded or whatever. Um, <clears throat> one time I had a, a customer, and the, he, he had uh, a habit of putting uh, tissues in his front pocket with his keys, and of course the 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 uh, debris from his tissues would go in the keyhole every time. Oh, Eventually, it, it completely wrecked that. But something like that is what's going on. But the good news is, you're on your car. It's a, a, a pretty simple assembly to replace. So if you bring it in, uh, you can't, you won't expect to have a real big bill to do that. Oh well, that's good to know. Um, it's when you least expect it here. So, hey, can I ask a, a question? And again, I'll remind everybody, 651-461-9226. That's text or talk if you've got a, a question uh, for Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. You know, I've got one of those cars uh, that are becoming more prevalent now. They, they, they shut down or they go into like shut down pause mode when you are stopping for a light or something of, of, of that nature. Uh, I got into a discussion with, with somebody, uh, and we were talking about the idea that, well, he said, no, that's too hard on the starter. I don't like doing that. My thinking was that the engineers behind the uh, automobile that, that, that came up with that, Dan, would have thought all of that through and, and, and known what does and doesn't work. You think I'm mistaken here or am I out of bounds? Give me your thoughts on that because I know there's overrides oftentimes. Uh, I can tell by your grade school education that you have great common sense. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's what it takes is that, uh, yeah, of course they designed it to do that, and it's been well-tested, and it's been around for a long time. So uh, I agree with whoever you were talking to that I find it kind of annoying. I don't, I don't love using that feature, uh, maybe because I just have never done it and I haven't gotten used to it. But at any rate, certainly the car is designed to do that, and the manufacturer paid a lot of money to be to allow that feature to work on the car so there's no reason not to use it go ahead and use it it's it's just a great idea all right good stuff chatting with dan burns from lloyd's automotive we're talking some car talk again uh 651-461-9226 or you can always go to lloydsautomotive.net uh, you'll find all the, the, the follow-ups that you need there, too, for phone numbers, to call in, come in. Uh, you could even come in this morning if you had uh, particular questions or problems. Let's take a break here, Dan. We'll come back with more at News Talk 830 WCCO. John Hines in for Danny Long. Danny will be back uh, tomorrow, next weekend, business as usual. I get this opportunity to sit in with Dan Burns for some car talk here uh, at uh, 651-461-9226. Or always check, too, with LloydsAutomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, Automotive.net. Hey, uh, Dan, Tilly's on the line just um, uh, east of Walnut Grove, I do believe, right, Tilly? And you've got a question for Dan Burns here from Lloyd's Automotive. 
Yes, I'm from Springfield. I have a, a 210 Toyota Corolla. About the last two or three weeks, it started to do this. It When I start it, it will idle at 1,200 RPM. But when I warm it up or drive or come to a stop sign later on, it idles down to five to 600 RPM. So when you accelerate, it gives you a nice little jerk as it goes from 600 up to 1500 RPM. Why does it idle down when it warms when it's warmed up? Well, Good I think, question. Yeah, I think the fact that it's idling down uh, when it warms up is tr- is normal. When the vehicle's cold, the, the technology would turn the idle up to keep it up, to keep it running, and to warm it up more quickly because that's when you get the you know the best gas uh, economy and when you're uh, car is running its best for the environment they want to warm it up quickly <clears throat> but then what once it uh warms up it will turn the idle down it sounds like on your vehicle it's turning the idle down too far and so that's what needs to be checked out there's an idle speed controller that sounds like it's working properly because it uh it does go up and down like it's supposed to sometimes when the idle is going too low it's as simple as cleaning the throttle plate uh, on the vehicle, on the intake manifold. It gets uh, carboned up with debris and carbon and so forth. And because of that, the little um, microscopic uh, air leak that's happening around that throttle plate gets to be too small. And when there's not enough air getting in, it will cause the idle to be too low. So I think that's the first thing I would do if your car was at my shop is clean that throttle plate real good with some carburetor cleaner. And we actually use a toothbrush, believe it or not. Ah. But uh, but we do. We clean that up real good. And I think that you'll find that that will improve your idle quality. Okay. Good stuff. Uh, Dan Burns, we've got a question from uh, Dean in Glen, uh, Glenwood. Hey, Dean, good morning. Here's your shot for Car Talk here on WCCO. Good morning. A uh, question I have is concerning, I own a newer Subaru, and when you go to the dealership, they tell you that their oil is, is formulated for uh, the Subaru boxer engine. And I was just wondering, is that any better than a Valvoline, Hapoline, Thames oil? And also, that there, is there any difference in the filter they use than one you'd buy from a auto shop? You know, I'm not, I'm not a chemist, of course, so I can't tell you for sure that... Uh, that what they're telling you is exactly the truth. Um, when it comes to oil filters, of course, <clears throat> we've been I've been doing this business for a long, long time, and we've been using aftermarket oil and oil filters in pretty much every car that comes through our shop, and it has worked great for the longevity of the car. And in fact, people who do regular maintenance on their car rarely have engine trouble. So that's that's a great tip. Do your maintenance, and you won't have repairs. But uh, I think that your hunch is absolutely correct, that a great quality oil filter is just fine for your vehicle, and a good quality oil like Valvoline or or any of the other name brands is just fine for your vehicle either. So I would feel very comfortable with that. All right, good stuff once again here. 729, we'll get a forecast details coming up here. Uh, And a couple more questions for Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. And don't forget, if you don't get to it this morning, there's always lloydsautomotive.net or or check them out for yourself in St. Paul. We'll be right back. News Talk 830 WCCO. 
John Hines in for Denny Long this morning. Denny will be back, business as usual. Uh, moving forward, right now I've got Dan Burns with me from Lloyd's Automotive, and we're taking some questions, doing some car talk on a Saturday morning. Ron's with me in Prior Lake. Ron, you've got a question for Dan. What's the question? What's the comment? Yes, uh, Dan. Say my son has a 2007 Honda Element, and he just had his uh, catalytic converter stolen. Uh, and he has comprehensive coverage on this. So I was wondering, uh, I understand that sometimes the insurance companies, you know, force you to take a cheaper, you know, aftermarket replacement. I was wondering what your experience is uh, with insurance companies on this. And uh, do these aftermarket units uh, work just as well? And any protections that you'd suggest for the future? Well, they, they, uh, the aftermarket ones do work. We do use them often uh, if budget's an issue. And uh, But I think the insurance company is, is required to put it back the way that, uh, that it was before the crime happened. So I think that if I were you, I would persist at least a little bit and try and get an original equipment, a catalytic converter put back in there uh, if you're dealing with an insurance company. And yes, there are... Uh, um, protections that you can put in place. There's uh, cables that are available uh, to go around the catalytic converter and, and uh, sometimes we'll weld rebar uh, in, in the way so that they can't get in there with their saws and cut it and steal it again. But yes, there are um, ways to protect it and I think if you actually search the web you'll find that there's because there's been the thefts have been so prolific, there's uh, all sorts of different uh, protection devices that you can that you can purchase and either install yourself. More likely, have a professional shop install for you. All right, good stuff, Dan. Appreciate that. Uh, Gloria is on the line from Mesa, Arizona. Gloria, good morning. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Um, I have a question. I have a 2019 Ford Escape. I'm considering leaving it in Arizona for the summer months, like from mid-April or from the end of April till mid-October. Um, I'm wondering what to do with the battery. Do I disconnect it or put a battery maintainer on it? Well, if it's going to be for several months, putting a battery maintainer on it is probably a great idea. Don't use a battery trickle charger. You don't want the charger to continue to charge it the whole time you're gone. You just want to maintain it so that it stays fully charged and they're automatic that way. But uh, I think that, that uh, you know, I, I leave my car quite often out in Colorado for a month or more, and I don't do anything. I just leave it, and it's fine. And when I get back, it starts up just fine. Um, but I, But if it went beyond that, I would start to get concerned because – when the car is sitting, there's all sorts of keep alive memory in the ba- in the uh, computers and things like that. That over a long, long time will eventually uh, wear the battery down. Time alone causes the battery to discharge, and then if it's keeping all of the the car alive for uh, while it's sitting, I think after several months you'll have trouble. So I think the best thing would would be to go ahead and use a battery maintainer and keep it plugged in, and I think you'll do just fine with that. All righty then. Uh, here's one. I have a, a text from a friend of ours, 951 or 651 461 9226. I have a 2016 Audi. Went in for some service at 30,000 miles. They insisted on changing my brake fluid. What's up with that? 
that from Jim. What's the story there, Dan? Well, the manufacturer does recommend that, and it might be a little excessive, um, but might not also. The um, brake fluid that, that we have in our cars uh, absorbs moisture just because that's the, you know the compounds that it's made out of, and it, it absorbs moisture from the humidity in the air and the humidity in your garage and all that sort of stuff, and it's pretty much sealed but not perfectly sealed. There's a vent cap on it that you know allows air in and out and and that's the way it's designed but because it gets moisture in it because the internal components have a tendency to corrode a little bit no matter how careful you are with it uh, they recommend changing the fluid and and by doing so it takes the moisture out it makes the brake pedal quality better and more importantly, it protects all of the internal components on the braking system. And when we're dealing with the valves and so forth on um, anti-lock brakes, that's a pretty big deal. That, ah. that stuff needs to be kept clean and working properly. So, it, like I say, it might be a little excessive to do it at 30,000 miles, but if they're recommending, I, I probably would do it. I'm a pretty big advocate of doing what the manufacturer recommends and 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 being religious about it do it what they recommend and when they recommend it oh good stuff dan hey a quick one here um if we can how often should i have the oil changed when i use the car for less than three thousand miles per year your take on that dan burns <laughs> i used to say twice a year but since COVID, I've, I've backed off that saying, well, you need to at least do it every year. For more reasons than just the oil, you need to bring the car in at least once a year and have it all checked over, have the tires checked, all the other fluids. You need to check all the steering and, and, and brake components and be sure that they're all safe. And the only way to do that is if you bring it in for service. So don't bring it in for just a quick oil change. That's not what you're looking for. What you're looking for is a more comprehensive annual inspection, and uh, be sure that you get all of that when you bring it in. Okay, I remember an advertising campaign from some time ago where some manufacturer of, I don't know, motor oil, whatever, said, think months, not just miles. Uh, I think that was their approach way back then. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, which you'll find. In St. Paul, what's, what's the cross street on, on, uh, on Grand Avenue there? We're on Chatsworth, which is right between Lexington and Victoria. Ah, okay. And tell people again how they find Lloyd's Automotive. Well, find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Come on over. We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which I said is right between Lexington and Victoria. Or give us a call as soon as this morning. I see Jim just pulled up to the shop. Uh, so he'll be answering the phone shortly at 651 651- Two two eight one three one six. Good stuff. Hey Dan, nice to have a chance to catch up with you just briefly here, and I'll remind you, Denny Long will be back with you, and I uh, am proud just to have this chance to fill in here on WCCO. Uh, uh, it, it, it's great to be back for even just a, a brief bit. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. You have a great week, and we will check back with you again coming up here at News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Thank you, John. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.